We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord of life. Today we celebrate Pentecost. It's actually originally a Jewish holiday 50 days after the Passover, but it falls 50 days after our Easter celebrations. And in it, God fulfills his Easter promise and sends the Holy Spirit to the apostles. A great rush of wind fills the place where they are gathered, and tongues of fire appeared over each one. And they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And when they spoke, crowds from many different countries could understand what they were saying about God's deeds of power in their own languages. We refer to this event, this day, as the birthday of the church. God empowers the community to bear the good news of God in Christ to the world. The church as a community of proclamation is born, given life by wind and fire, given voice to speak as the witness to God's power and God's love. We hear this story from Acts every year, and while perhaps to us Episcopalians, it's not as familiar as Christmas and Easter. But it's important because it reminds us of a really critical part of our story as God's people. That God is very near. God is very near. At Christmas, God came near as a baby, born in a manger in flesh like us. We call him Emmanuel, God with us. And then on Easter, when the crucified Jesus rose from the dead, we learn that God defeated the power of death once and for all, for him and for us. We draw very near to Jesus in his death and in his resurrection. And on Pentecost, we are drawn ever nearer to God by the presence of the Holy Spirit. God is this promised Spirit, nearer to us than our own breath. One God, the triune God, here always, giving us life, one breath at a time. Illuminating God's love for us, filling us with hope and dreams gifts of wonder and love. On this day, we sing particular songs this birthday. And like our own birthday celebrations, if we pay attention, there is also an awareness that even though we are singing the same songs and eating the same meal, this time around, there are new things. We are a year older individually and as a community of faith. Hopefully, in this past year, we have grown in wisdom as well as years. 
We're very aware that we have lost some people. People who were here last year for the party are not here this year. Their lives burning brightly in heaven now. There are new people with us, new friends who have joined our church. Some of us have new babies in our lives. The family, our Trinity family, grows and changes all the time. There is always a flame of change in something new, a fire of love burning brightly as we sing and pray, as we care for one another and for our neighbors, as we work for justice and healing in the world. The Holy Spirit is breathing life in all those things all the time. So whether we like it or not, we know that life is inherently about change. The story Luke tells us in Acts about the day of Pentecost so long ago describes rushing wind, burning flames, confident voices, and open ears. In the midst of all of it, it still sounds chaotic and unsettling, right? And maybe even dangerous. Wind and fire together are powerful and frightening, as we've seen too many times on the news in the wildfires out west. Fire can consume and destroy. And without it, we could not live. We need light and heat, energy to grow food, to survive and thrive, to create and build our lives. Each week we say together in the Nicene Creed, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. The giver of life. And this life, our lives, given to us by God, is often chaotic, unsettling, powerful and frightening, right? Happens to everybody. And yet, and yet there is liveliness. And that reflection of God's constant creation in us and around us. When we are most open, when we are most open to the movement of the Spirit and to fluidity and the challenge and delight of newness and of life, that is when we find delight and surprise, and even joy. This Spirit of God is ever-present, sometimes in noticeable ways, big ways like the story you heard today, and sometimes in still, quiet moments, as John's Gospel tells us. Jesus enters that room and breathes his peace twice. Who wouldn't like a double dose of peace right now? He breathes his peace on those frightened, grieving disciples who are hiding in that locked room. He breathes his peace on those disciples and so too on each of us. Our psalmist today sings praises to God for the life that God has made. She says, God gives life to all, to you and to me and to the creatures we share this life with. 
and to the church. That's sacred mystery. As we celebrate today in our festive red in the church, as we gather once again around God's table to feast together, may we be emboldened like Moses and Eldad and Medad and the prophet Joel and like the apostle Peter, may we be emboldened to proclaim the good news in our time and place with one another and to all the world. It is our birthday. We sing the familiar songs, we say the familiar prayers, and we do so in the midst of knowing that in the risen Lord all things are being transformed, are being made new. After the post-communion prayer, I will invite you to a Pentecost commission. As we hear the words and affirm our faith, may we together open our hearts and minds and our bodies to the work of the Spirit in our midst, taking up the work God has given us to do with joy and wonder and curiosity as the Holy Spirit breathes wind and fire through us and through this place. May we breathe in that spirit and draw near to the flame of new life, praying for strength and courage to follow where our Lord would have us go, with confidence that his light leads the way. Amen. Amen.